Yo, Wagwan, Lee Victoire, aka Daddy Grappler, right here, checking in for another episode of the Daddy Grappler show. Thank you once again, all you kind people, um, kind, beautiful, uh, you know, just quality people all around, well-rounded individuals for tuning in to another episode. Um, yeah, been a few days. This time hasn't been a couple weeks, which is fucking fantastic. Uh, so going to be aiming to get two to three podcasts up per week. So I'm really excited about this one. Put a lot of thought behind it, to be honest. Been really, really pondering this one for for at least a, a week. Um, but I just really wanted to talk about the concept of happiness. And the concept of happiness in my journey thus far and how I um, kind of see it and see its role and where I place uh, happiness in the big scheme of things in my life um, and thinking about you know where happiness I guess the the um, issue and the importance of happiness that I had before prior to this journey starting this podcast and social media and um, digital agency kind of journey started about six months ago the happiness factor wasn't there it definitely wasn't wasn't um uh, top five? Would I put it in top five? Probably not. Top ten? Mm, yeah, I'd say it's top ten. It would be top ten. But uh, yeah, definitely not top five. So yeah, look, just to recap a little bit for the people that know me, you might know a little bit about my uh, my background. If you don't know me, I'll give you a quick snapshot. Yeah. So about six months ago, um, I decided to to jump onto. Um, a new journey and start a new kind of path and start documenting that path um but prior to that for about three years beforehand i was um don't get in too much detail uh it's not really too important but you know just a general kind of overview of it uh, about three years of working in in a industry in a job and it really really started to take its its toll on me and in every area of my life over time, it started to sink its teeth in um, and really started to change things uh, in me, uh, my outlook on things, and my life just really started to derail um, in every way, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, my relationships with people, everything changed. My ego fucking inflated as much as I thought that uh, ego was, was something I was shying away from, looking back, holy shit, my ego was definitely, was definitely, you know, uh, taking, taking some steroid shots to the gut, um, yeah, so not just that, but obviously health related, uh, I went, I, I kind of increased my weight to about 74, 75 kilos, I'm not a massive dude, you know what I mean, right now, I'm 65 kilos, and I'm lean, I'm strong, so put an extra 10 kilos on, on this frame, that's what I would consider, and I do consider it, overweight, because I was packing kilos that I shouldn't have been, been carrying along. Um, so, you know, that's just kind of on the, on the surface. Just looking at me, you can see there's some extra kilos on this motherfucker. But um, alongside that, I started smoking. Uh, eventually started, uh, I got to a point where I was smoking a packet of cigarettes a day. A packet of 30 cigarettes a day. Can you imagine? Like now, I can't even imagine doing that. Fuck, I can't imagine doing that. But that's where I was at. Um, just due to the stress and 
and all that other stuff that just does not matter and is just not important uh, being such a central focus of my life and it came to a breaking point where basically I got really sick I ended up in hospital with a severe chest infection um, due to stress a combination a combination of the stress and uh, smoking cigarettes um, just put me on my ass I was I was bedridden for, for two weeks basically um, so I look back and I saw it then as I see it now as God saying to me dude listen you know this isn't emphysema this isn't what is it um, what's it called uh, pneumonia this isn't cancer this isn't even anything serious you're gonna recover but if you can't take this you better stop what you're doing and reassess your life because you know what's coming next I got the message I really got the message so uh, within a week obviously I kicked cigarettes that was the last time I smoked I haven't touched it cold turkey um, praise the Lord so after that I realized that I needed that I realized that I was not in a good place I could look at different areas of my life spiritual physical relationships um, my relationship with myself health fitness and you know those main areas of my life were just completely way off where, where they needed to be so I needed I had to break I, I know I, I knew that I needed to break the pattern I needed to do something to break the pattern yeah uh, I just knew that so what I found was jujitsu it was really hard for me to to step into that place because it was intimidating I knew just where I was physically and I knew it was going to be a really big struggle but I knew that the the alternative was just not what I wanted to continue with because it was yeah depression just not in a good place um so here I am six months later just in a really really good place and from the beginning of me changing direction uh it's a massive spin out to be honest of how fast my trajectory changed my direction changed and my happiness increased how fast my happiness increased so it, it happened so fast that I was just so aware of it it's not something that just crept up and um you know you know what I mean so I was really aware of it and I started to not only become aware of my happiness factor but I uh, started to become aware and conscious of the things that I was doing to make me happy and it really came down to a, a binary kind of choice that I broke it down to, whereas um, the decisions were, is this going to make me happy or is this going to not make me happy? Is this going to lead to any happiness in my life whatsoever, short term or long term? If the answer is fucking no, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. I'm just not doing it. Right now, I am purposely trying to um, redesign my life around the things that make me happy because it is so so important and that leads me to my next point because after spending so much time on on uh, my own happiness and the happiness of the individual uh, but <clears throat> also just the happiness of the adult which is uh, like a second layer to that it started making me think about you know what about children and how does what, what effect does um, the factor of happiness have on a child, and how important is it, and how do you cult how do you cultivate that? Because the single 
the, the single, I believe, anyway, the single best thing that you can do for your kids is for them to see you happy. Because depressed parents lead to damaged kids who turn into damaged adults. And most likely, they just repeat the cycle of being damaged adults and damaging fucking kids. You know what I mean? So, um, I know this because I've experienced this within my life. And I've experienced this with, uh, um, and I've seen this. You know what I mean? I've seen this all over the place. And I'm sure you have too. This isn't me passing judgment on people. This is just my my commentary um, and just my thoughts on the matter. So, um, the uh, yeah, I guess as of this point, you know, really starting to think about the happiness of the kids because it's equally as important for your kids to be happy as it is for them to see you happy. But if it's, you're just focusing on, on one side, it's only 50% of the job being done. So if you're being happy, or sorry, if you're trying to focus on, on, on uh, if you've identified that your, your, your child is, is good at something and they enjoy a certain sport or uh, activity, and you, you, know, you, you, you try and double down on that, you're only doing 50% of the job. If your kid is seeing you as a, as a depressed sack of shit, it's just not helping because misery loves company misery loves company and the greatest execution of misery is parents on kids and people don't understand and they don't appreciate how important and how devastating it can be on a child's life for them to see the parent as a depressed sack of shit it just it just doesn't do any good man it really doesn't and i've seen this with my own eyes through the years um, and just on my observations so I've kind of really um, put a lot of effort into becoming proactive on both of those things on uh, my kids Zane and Violet seeing myself personally as a happy guy and doing things that make him happy and also for my wife uh, my wife is a photographer she's an amazing photographer in case you haven't seen her, her stuff, go check out Lena K Photography on Instagram. Um, yeah, go follow, like all her pics and just stay up to date with all her stuff because there's, there's a lot more shoots coming through. So that's her passion. That's something she enjoys. It fulfills her. It, 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 it lights her up. You know what I mean? So it's really important for me, uh, for my kids to see both of us happy and as a unit, as well as to focus on what they are really interested in. Because the next step, you got to think about it this way. And this is how I think about it. You don't have to do anything. I'm not trying to tell you shit, but this is just my thoughts. I have a really big problem with the schooling system. Um, and my boys in primary school. And what I see now is is an overemphasis on, um, on exams, on uh, academics, on results, on mathematics on shit like that shit that i don't think even matters in life things that they should be should be um measuring is how much empathy do you guys have you fucking little kids how much empathy do you have for these other kids how much are you caring for these other kids you know what i mean i think that is important for for our society in the future and not only that but what about the school being able to identify what these these kids individual strengths are what is this child good at you know why is everyone trying to be made to fit into one box this guy's a triangle he's an amazing triangle let him be a fucking triangle 
This guy is an oblong. Why? What are you trying to do? Trying to turn him into a a square. So the that's a very very long conversation we can have. Um, but uh, ultimately, I'm gonna take the power that I have as a parent and try and implement as much as I can outside of school and make sure that I can cultivate as much happiness in Zayn and in Violet as I possibly can by consciously trying to identify what they're, what they're uh, paying attention to what they enjoy, pay attention to what they are good at and pay attention to what lights them up. Like it is so obvious when you look at a child, <laughs> it is so fucking obvious that how every child is different and how one child can hate um, climbing trees, for example. Uh, but another child will be up that tree all day, every day. One child will hate um, uh, imaginary, you know, imagination dress-ups and pretending to be fucking wizards and blah, blah, blah. And another child... Put him in a Harry Potter outfit. He'll be do the, he'll be doing that all day, every day. You know, stuff like that, and that's kind of out there. But my main point is, what I'm trying to do right now is really um, identify what Zane is really good at, and not trying to distract him from or let let myself be distracted from that, and really try and double down and give him the opportunities. So, for example, he's loving. He's got a an extremely vivid imagination. Um. He loves to do make-believe stuff. I th- yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets into the performing arts um, kind of industry or whatever the fuck it is in the future because he's very, very good at being able to um, uh, impersonate. He's very, very obser- observational. He's very, very good at observing um, uh, expressions, the way people talk. And he can mimic people really, really well, uh, which is really funny and really scary at the same time but i've started to um give him tasks like fuck you got a really cool imagination you love reading why don't you read write me a book you know what i mean just get his imagination pumping and give him uh an outlet for him to put something down on paper and the results of that have been really really cool have been really interesting and um he's been happy to do it He's been fucking happy to do it. So, yeah, that's just uh, just my thoughts on the matter. So, um, the next thing was, like, how do we, how do I, not how do we, how do I uh, kind of, you know, really put a lot of emphasis on, on, on a, um, on, in a purposeful way. So, I've really just kind of put together four points. Um... You can take some of this if you want. Give me some credit. Don't give me some credit. Chuck it in the bin. Doesn't really matter. Give me, tell me what your thoughts are. But uh, number one, I think how the, the the best ways, the four best ways that I've been able to think about um, in order to, to cultivate happiness in our kids is number one, this is number one, yeah? Putting adversity on a pedestal and not hiding it and being ashamed of adversity own that shit because it's so common right now and i'm not sure if you parents would agree but i see this fucking everywhere i see this everywhere parents excuse me um uh trying to flash with their things with their cars with their house and their kids become an extension of that ability to flash 
yeah? All of those things are really just a, a way of covering up their own insecurities. So when it comes to the kids, what primary school they go to, what high school they go to, what, um, how many tutors they have for whatever subject, what university they're going to go to, um, what they're going to study, and then what job they have. It, uh, most of the time, 90%, probably even more than this year, 90% of the, the time, the parents are doing this. The only reason they're doing this is to, to cover up their own insecurities as parents. It has absolutely nothing to do with the kids. Absolutely nothing to do with the kids. It's to cover up their own fucking insecurities. So, the I guess the antidote of that is to acknowledge and to sow the seed in in my kids that fuck hard work and adversity and getting punched in the face and having and losing and not succeeding in a certain in in whatever is not only necessary but it's a good fucking thing and not only is it a good fucking thing but i'm telling you especially for the kids right now kids right now are being pampered and uh wrapped up in cotton wool and um it's a, a massive disservice that we're doing to, to our kids, not allowing them to experience adversity. Because we're raising kids that when they get out into the real world and they experience life and there's no one to protect them from adversity, they're going to get a rude awakening. And when that rude awakening hits, then fuck, what are they going to do? It's, 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 uh, it's scary for me to, to consider the options available when a zoo animal is let out into the into the wild, being their kids, raised in a zoo, and then set out into the wild. What happens is they can't cope with real-life situations, and then they turn to um, easy fixes. They turn to cruxes. They turn to drugs. They turn to the wrong crowd. They turn to this. They turn to that. Fuck that. So the number one thing that I think that we can do to, um, uh, to, to cultivate, you know, strong, happy children is to number one tell them adversity is on a pedestal yeah that is what we cherish did you try did you fail fucking beautiful what did you learn how good is that you know what i mean get punched in the nose congratulations i'm proud of you for even trying you didn't win but that's all right let's get better um and that's how you realize that's how how you identify what you're good at what you're not good at you know what i mean not everyone should be um a rugby league player if you're shit and rugby league, you need to be told that you shouldn't. You should stop playing rugby league. You should do something that you're good at. Number two, do what makes you happy. Do what makes you, child, happy. Yeah. If you love maths, do fucking maths all day long. If you could not give a fuck about maths, do enough to, you know, allow them to do enough to allow them to get by. You know what I mean? As a 36-year-old guy, what fucking maths did I learn in year 12 that I'm using right now? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So, it's not that important. But if this child loves to play the piano, if this child loves to um, loves to run, if you see this child and they're just running all fucking day from the couch to the toilet uh, on the, on the uh, schoolyard, if they're just running, then put that child in something that requires him to run because he loves it. And he's going to excel in it. That's number two. Number three is focus on what your kids enjoy doing and have a tendency towards... Fuck, I'll flip that around. Number two, being do what makes you happy is not in regards to the kids. It's in regards to you, you old motherfucker. You the parent. 
do what makes you happy let your kids see that yeah so i flipped that around that was my mistake so number three is do the same shit for the kids and number four is double down on all of that for you and for them so uh really simple formula i think but it's just a real battle to to fight against um society and what everyone around us friends and family think about this and that and the other because ultimately none of that shit matters you know what i mean none of it matters at the end of the day don't you want your kid to be happy ultimately you just want your child to be happy so if making yourself happy is gonna help that then fuck yeah you better do that because it's gonna you're gonna regret that and your kid is gonna be an adult and say fuck man i wish my my parents or my mom or my dad i wish i saw them smile more because it really affected it really affects me now having a depressed parent you know what i mean so you don't want that you don't want that i don't want that i definitely do not want that so um that wraps up my podcast man that was just my thoughts on on the matter uh if you have any um questions once again i appreciate all the feedback so far everyone hit me up on instagram not so much on facebook but um all my instagram uh correspondence i appreciate you guys a lot trust me um if you have any questions or if you want to uh, want me to cover um a couple of areas i've had some requests from people uh, and i'll be i'll be touching on on those topics very very soon um but if you haven't subscribe to me yet if you're listening to me on anchor appreciate it if you're listening to me on uh, itunes appreciate that too but you know like follow subscribe and tell a friend i appreciate you guys and um god bless stay safe and i'll see you guys soon peace